It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Phillies got together for the second time this weekend. It was game two of this four-game weekend series. Pablo Lopez went opposite of Zach Eflin. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Marlins over the Phillies 7-1 tonight at Lone Depot Park. They've won the first two games of this four-game series. They've won their first two home games of 2022. And tonight, really all things considered, offense, pitching, defense, probably the most complete effort the Marlins have had so far on the young season. Seven games in as they take down this Phillies ball club for the second game in a row. And for the first time this season, the Marlins' bats came alive early in a ball game. Pablo Lopez pitched around a double and a walk in the top of the first. And the Marlins jumped on Zach Eflin in the bottom of the inning. Miami hadn't scored a first inning run this season. In fact, the Marlins had scored a total of three runs in the first three innings of their first six games combined. But they flipped that script tonight. Jorge Soler, who came in 0 for his last 13 and just 3 for 23, led off the bottom of the first inning with a double. And with one out, he was at second base for Jesus Sanchez. Two for four, triple and a run batted in with Soler at second one down. Eflin fires. There's a ball ripped to right. That's a fair ball going to go into the corner. That'll get the job done. Soler around third. He can walk home. And Jesus Sanchez is in standing with an RBI double. It's the first first inning run of the season for the Marlins and an early one nothing lead. But it would not be the last in this ball game with Sanchez now at second up to the plate except Jesus Aguilar. There's Jesus Aguilar. He hammers the ball toward the gap in left center field. That's going to get down. It'll be cut off on the warning track by Muzzati. Coming around third to score Sanchez. Throw into second, and Aguilar is out. He's gunned down, trying to stretch that single into a double, but he knocks in a run, and it's 2-1 Miami. So the Marlins, who had not scored a first inning run all season, scored twice in the first here tonight. Two runs on three hits, and they took a 2-0 lead into the second. Pablo Lopez... Set down the Phillies in order in their half of the second. In the Marlins' second, with one out, the seven, eight, nine men worked some magic. Jacob Stallings a single. Miguel Rojas a single. First and second for Jazz Chisholm. The 3-2, Jazz rips one down the right field line. That's a fair ball. Going to roll all the way to the wall. Stallings in to score. Miggy's going to be waved. Jazz wants a triple. The throw to the plate's not in time. A two RBI triple for Jazz Chisholm and a 4-0 Marlins lead in the second. And the Marlins would uh, continue their onslaught against the Phillies bullpen. Zach Eflin pulled after four innings, six hits, four runs, a walk, and four Ks. 81 pitches, 49 strikes. Nick Nelson came on with the Phillies down 4-0 in the fifth inning. With one out, Garrett Cooper doubled. Coop was on base in each of his last four trips to the plate tonight. A single, a double, a walk, and hit by pitch. Runner at second, one down for Jesus Sanchez. Oh, the one that he took it to the Netherlands? Yes, the Netherlands. Jesus Sanchez grounds one inside the bag at first into the right field corner. That'll be extra bases. 
Cooper scores. Sanchez around second. He had a triple last night, and he's got another one tonight. Safe at third, an RBI triple for Jesus Sanchez, and the Marlins extend the lead to 5-0 in the fifth. And Sanchez was not at third base for long. The next batter, Jesus Aguilar. The 3-1 is in the air to right, backing Harper up. He'll make the catch. Sanchez tags coming home. The throw is way up the third baseline. A sacrifice fly for Jesus Aguilar, and it's 6-0 Marlins. A new season high and run scored on Aguilar's first RBI of 2022. Well, correct. That was his second RBI of 2022 because he had knocked the run in the first inning tonight. And he wasn't done knocking in runs in this game. But first, back to Pablo Lopez, who did a terrific job. He pitched into the sixth inning with one out and a man at second base in the top of the sixth. And the Marlins leading 6-0. Pablo was relieved by Lewis Head. And Head got the last two outs in that sixth inning. Nick Castellanos a fly ball to left and Didi Gregorius in a pop-up to second. So Pablo went five and a third scoreless in this game. Four hits, two walks, two strikeouts, 87 pitches. 56 strikes. Marlins kept the onslaught going against the Phillies bullpen in the sixth inning. Nick Nelson, who had pitched the fifth, stayed out there for the sixth. He walked the first two men, Jazz Chisholm and Jorge Soler. He then hit Garrett Cooper with the pitch. Marlins had the bases loaded, nobody out. Jesus Sanchez, a fly ball to shallow left for the first out. And then another RBI chance for Jesus Aguilar. 2-1 pitch to Aguilar with the bases loaded. That's in the air, left center, moving over Schwarber. He's under it, makes the catch, but Jazz is going to tag and score. Second sack fly of the night for Jesus Aguilar. Look, he's got one hit tonight, but he's knocked in three runs, two sack flies. He's an RBI guy, and it's 7-0 Marlins. RBI guys know how to drive in runs. He had 93 RBIs last season, and he didn't even play the, essentially the final month of the year, his first three of this season in this ball game tonight and then it was up to the Marlins bullpen just to slam the door leading 7-0 as we went into the 7th inning Lewis Head started the top of the 7th with one out he walked Bryson Stott allowed a double to Garrett Stubbs putting him in at 2nd and 3rd but Head came back he got Simone Muzzati on a line drive to 3rd for the 2nd out with the leadoff man the lefty hitter Kyle Schwarber coming up Don Mattingly called on Richard Blyer, and on three pitches, Blyer struck out Schwarber, ending the seventh, keeping the Marlins lead at seven to nothing. Sean Armstrong in the eighth inning struck out the first two Phillies batters, Hoskins and Harper. Bryce Harper tonight 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Nick Castellanos then homer to right center field. That broke up the shutout bit for the Marlins, made it a 7 to 1 game, but Armstrong got through the eighth, getting Gregorius and a fly ball to center. And in the ninth, we got the season debut of Dan Castano. The 28th and final member of the Open Day roster to make his season debut. He got the first two outs quickly. Johan Camargo, a fly ball to right. Bryson Stott, a pop-up to second. But then a couple of pinch hit singles. First by Alec Bohm, then by Matt Veerling. Bohm is 5 for 7 on the season. Veerling with that hit is 1 for 16. So the Phillies had a chance, trailing 7 to 1. They had two men on with two outs. And a dangerous hitter coming up. Dan Castano trying to slam the door on Kyle Schwarber. Crowd comes alive. Two on, two outs, 2-2 two, two pitch. A swing and a miss, and the Marlins beat the Phillies again. Castano strikes out Schwarber to end it. Good night of baseball from start to finish for the Marlins. 7-1, the final score here at Lone Depot Park tonight for the Marlins. Seven runs, 11 hits, no errors, eight runners left. 
for the Phillies. One run, eight hits, no errors. They strand nine. Pablo Lopez, the winning pitcher, five and a third scoreless innings tonight. He's 1-0. Zach Eflin, the loser, 0-1. Time of the ballgame, three hours, 15 minutes. Having won back-to-back games for the first time this season, the Marlins improved to 3-4 and four on the year. Meanwhile, after a 3-1 and one start, the Phillies have dropped four straight. They're now 3-5 and five in 2022. Uh, one note for the Marlins. We've talked a lot nearly going about their struggles with men in scoring position this year. Coming into last night, they had been 2-for-29 with runners in scoring position through the first five games. Last night, they were 2-for-8. Not great, but better. Their two hits last night with men in scoring position matched their total for the first five games. Well, how about tonight? Coming in 4-for-37 on the year through six games. Tonight, they went 5-for-11 when they had runners in scoring position. So the Marlins headed in the right direction there. The Phillies, meanwhile, went 0-for-9 when they had a runner at second and or third base as the Marlins win this one 7-1. The seven runs for the Marlins, a new season high. The 11 hits match a season high. They had 11 hits in San Francisco in the series finale Sunday against the Giants. Going down the line, Jorge Soler, a double, a walk, and a run scored in this game. He was one for three officially. Garrett Cooper went two for three, a single, a double. He was on base two other times with a walk and hit by pitch. He scored a run. Jesus Sanchez, a second straight two-hit game. He's had two hits now in three of the last four games. He had a double and a triple in five at-bats, knocked in a couple of runs, scored a pair of runs, so he either scored or drove in four of the seven Miami runs tonight. Jesus Aguilar was one for two with a couple of sacrifice flies, drove in three in the game, and even the one out was a drive to the wall in center that was caught by Simone Muzzati, the Phillies center fielder, crashing hard into that outfield fence. That's the only time they got Aguilar out tonight. Javi Garcia had a double in four at-bats. Joy Wendell, a single in the Marlins' first stolen base of the season. And his four at-bats, the Marlins got a hit and a walk. Also a run scored from Jacob Stallings. Miguel Rojas, one for four, scored a run. And Jazz Chisholm had a two-run triple, a walk, and a run scored. He finished one for three. On the mound, Pablo Lopez, again, your winner, five and a third. Four hits, no runs, two walks, two strikeouts. Lewis had an inning and a third scoreless. Richard Blyer struck out the only man he faced. Schwarber in a big spot on three pitches. Sean Armstrong allowed one run, the only Phillies run of the night, on the home run by Castellanos in the eighth. At Dan Castano in his season debut, pitching for the first time since spring training with a scoreless inning to close this one out. Overall tonight, Marlins pitchers struck out six. A reminder, the Marlins and Nation have teamed up again this year to strike out cancer. So far this season, 60 strikeouts by the Marlins pitching staff, including six tonight. That means $1,500 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative, $150 tonight alone. And if you'd like to make your own donation to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative, you can do just that by visiting drivepink.com. A convincing performance by the Marlins. They beat the Phillies 7-1. They out-hit them 11-8. Let's hear from James Rousen. Yesterday was Jackie Robinson Day. In honor of Jackie Robinson Day, James Rousen, an African-American on Don Mattingly's coaching staff, he handled pregame responsibilities and postgame following the win as well. No, um, honestly, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So Donnie, um, you know, Jackie Robinson Day, Donnie came to me earlier today and said, you know, it was pretty cool. He kind of handed over for me the pregame and, like, the postgame. Uh, interviews. I mean, kind of in honor of what we're doing. So I appreciate that from him. Also, he was great about um, 
you know, winning the game. He said, I can come out here and do it, and he would handle it if we didn't. So he was gracious in that, too. So, no, honestly, it's pretty cool for Donnie to um, allow this to happen and, and just kind of keep going. And just the game overall, back-to-back wins, the offense, you started to see things come together these last couple of days, specifically tonight, just seeing what you see from the lineup today. Absolutely. You know, started with Soli and, and kind of kept kept rolling from there. Um, gets, a, gets a double, and then we kind of keep – keep rolling from there but that's what we expect with this offense um you know these are players that have been around these guys have done this before in their careers like we said earlier they have a track record and it's just a matter of starting to catch your groove and get going and tonight we saw you know what this offense is capable of doing and 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 the expectations of these guys um it's just about constantly putting good at bats together you know when when you don't get a pitch passes to the next guy i thought we did a really good job today of um having good at bats and if and if something didn't come to you Guys didn't go outside the zone. They waited to get a pitch, and if they didn't get a pitch, they moved it on to the next next hitter. And that's what good offenses do. So today was really good, and it's a kind of a, a glimpse of what we feel like we're going to be. Can you pinpoint maybe in the last two days, James, <clears throat> when there was the collective exhale from the offense? Because everybody said we're not worried. They're seven games in. But it looks now like not one particular guy is trying to take it all on their shoulders. Was there a particular moment in the last two games for you? You know, it started, um, I, I think um, it was a matter of sticking with it. You know, Donnie talked to the guys um, a little bit in one of our meetings that we, you know, regularly have, and it was just um, keep doing what you're doing and don't press. And I think, guys, you know, when you hear that from the top, it, it does allow you to kind of take a deep breath because this game, no matter what, you know, if you don't get a few hits, you'll start thinking about it a little bit, and then you start pressing, and then you can run into a slump. I think we saw them having good at-bats. We saw them getting after it, working hard, grinding. I mean, throughout the series, even the series in San Francisco, the series in Anaheim, you know, you see the way they work behind the scenes. So I think watching that, you're just waiting for that game or those moments where you can start breaking out and you can start getting going. And, you know, we were able to do that a little bit yesterday. And then, you know, we saw what happened today. So I feel like it was um, not really one moment, but it was just kind of reminding them to just keep going and doing what they do. And eventually, you know, the results will come. How much pride should or does the offense take in? getting some early run support for the starting pitcher. Oh, always with this club. I mean, you know, you look at our, our starting pitching, and, and we, we know and we understand. We understand that we have guys out there that can dominate the game, and if we can get those guys runs early and we can and put our staff in that position to go out there and succeed, we, we understand we're going to have a really good chance to win those games. So, And, and how, how often does our pitching staff keep us in games where we're not scoring runs? So it's nice to get out there and score some runs for those guys and allow them to kind of maybe take a deep breath a little bit and, and go out there and not have to pitch in such a tight game sometimes. What do you think of Pablo today? Oh, man, he was outstanding. You know, I mean, you watch him out there. Um, he just gets better every time. You know, he was really good in his, in his first start for us, and, and he comes back and goes back-to-back with those type of starts. I mean, you know, you, you, you kind of um, – he's put it to where you expect that from him. You know, he expects that of himself. We go out there and you watch him every day. He prepares as good as anyone. He knows what's going on out there. Um, him and Mel – kind of put a great game plan together and, and they go out and they execute this thing. Jacob's been phenomenal back there as well, you know, with our guys. So you got to give him a lot of credit. But, but you know, the trio of those guys are really good. Uh, we the, talk, was it the defense? You know, the Wendell playing, the outfield defense has been better than probably people outside the organization thought so far. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you look out there, you see, I mean, all of them are making good plays. So there's making good plays. Sanchez is, is phenomenal. He's been great in center field so far. And, and Garcia makes some – great place yesterday on a couple balls and, and held guys to singles and not doubles so you know and that's that's the thing about this group it's a collective group the collective effort like you said joey's play um in the hole jazz has made some great plays going in that direction um you know defense is contagious uh the one thing we have in our clubhouse is is a collective group i think early on in spring training and through now we've kind of 
gel together as a group and you can feel it. You know, it's one of those teams where you could start feeling everybody's pulling for one another. Everybody's pulling in the same direction. And that kind of stuff becomes contagious. The defense, the offense, the pitching. And, and when one's not there, the team will pull together and rally around it and, and try to overcome those things. On the Wendell note, Hicks in every game he's played and so far, one of the new guys that came in, just what have you seen from him in the early going from what he did in spring to what he's done during the season and just the dynamic he brings to the lineup? Man, um, you know, just consummate professional, um, great teammate. Um, everything that, that you hear about him um, coming in, he's better. Um, he's, he's come right in and he's been a great part of this team. And I say team because, you know, just in the small time of seeing him, he always puts team first. Uh, Joey's the kind of guy who'll tell you, I'm ready whenever you need me, whatever you need me for, whether he's starting the game, whether he's coming off the bench, you know, in any capacity, you'll, you'll never catch him off guard. And he just thinks about winning games. You know, um, he's been great so far. Um, I expect this to continue, but it's, it's, it's been really good with him so far because he really helps this club and helps kind of bring everybody together because there's no selfish bone in his body. It's always about the team. We talked to you about Jazz pregame. Uh, you've got to embrace hitting ninth. He plays with a lot of passion and energy. You work with him often. What has he done to embrace that? And what's his attitude and mentality been like towards doing? Because it paid dividends again tonight. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because you say embrace it, right? And, and, and the mentality is control what you can control, I would say. You know, I would say, you know, I like the fact that, you know, he, he doesn't want to be there sometimes. That's okay. You know, you want players to want to be in a, in a certain spot. You want them to aspire for that. So I have no problem with his desire to get there. That just shows you how hard he plays the game and what he thinks of himself. Um, you know, so he's controlling what he can control very well. He's going out there in that position. He's performing. You know, he's swinging the bat. Um, he's, he's on the base. He's causing havoc. He's doing the things that he's capable of doing regardless of where he hits. You know, so from our standpoint, it doesn't matter where he hits, but it's good to see that He's not taking that and, and kind of going downhill. He's taking it and running with it and using it to, to help propel his game. And that's what good players do. Um, we've heard that before. You know, you see things where guys say, hey, you know, I don't like where I'm at at this spot, whether in any sport. And the great ones, they go out and they do what they have to do no matter what. And he's doing a really good job of performing where he's at, controlling the things he can control. So I'm proud of him for that. That was Marlins bench coach James Rousen after the Marlins 7-1 win over the Phillies last night. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from Pablo Lopez. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on Marlins Rewind. Marlins beat the Phillies 7-1. Pablo Lopez beat Zach Eflin Lopez's first win of the season. He met the media afterwards. All right. You've support right off the bat. How much does that help you? just settle down and trust all your stuff when these guys are hitting like that. It helps a lot, you know, like it makes you it makes you want to go after the guys. It makes you want to just, uh, we're scoring, but, you know, they're not scoring. So you just, you get you into that rhythm, you know, I have to get after guys, I have to attack, I have to get strike one, strike two, and yeah, quick inning. So it makes you want to stay in a good rhythm, good tempo, it's, and then you just, because I want to see my guys hit again, because, you know, like if they're feeling good, so it just makes me want to go and attack. What do you think's been the key to your early success? 
offense these last two games? I think Jacob Salling has done an amazing job, you know, mixing pitches, uh, trying to have guys off, off balance. So, you know, like, I think he reads the barrels really well. I think he prepares really well. And, you know, he, he's gone to know me and, like, how my pitchers play. So I think just he realizes what's working one day and we go for that. And so I think today we did a really good job keeping guys off balance. And, you know, the heating, the heating, the heating and the defense today was unbelievable. You know, like I was, I was really happy just to, like, pitch in front of the, the seven guys behind me and the guy behind the play. So, I mean, who doesn't want to pitch with that kind of defense? Just so, you know, just attack the zone and let the, let the guys behind you do the work. You've always been really good at home. What makes you so comfortable pitching here? I love the mound. <laughs> it's a great mound, and it's it's a great atmosphere. You know, like uh, just having having the support from the fans, just being here, knowing that I'm representing just the team, uh, not just the team, but everyone. And it, it's a great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. I love pitching at home, and I love when people show up and they cheer on us very loud. You mentioned the defense, uh, Joey Wendell's double play. I think that was in the third, third or fourth inning. The, uh, just. Watching him do that in the shift, what he's able been able to do to help you guys out there. Oh, it was an unbelievable play. The moment I saw that, I left that pitch up in the zone. The moment I saw him, like um, that's a that's a single. But then I saw Joey just like make a diving catch, and it's unbelievable. You know, wherever he plays, he plays the game the right way. He plays hard. He and I remember facing him with the Rays, and he's also a tough at bat. So you like that's that's a guy that you know when he's behind you, he's gonna do everything he can for you so it just makes me want to do the same thing you know when I'm on the mound if I if I have those kind of players behind me I, I want to do the same thing for them you know only two strikeouts but obviously you pitched well are strikeouts a thing that matters to you in the start no no strikeouts they're fun you know people think they're sexy and all that but I like quick outs better and you know if you keep guys off balance you know there you, you might find some soft contact and you know strikeout is one out if you get a double play it's two outs I mean they they come and they go and I'll take him when I when I get him but I, if I can get on at bat with one or two pitches I'll take that Pablo Lopez after the Marlins 7-1 win over the Phillies last night. Game three of this series comes your way at 6-10 tonight. I'll be down at the Biscayne Bay Brew Hall with the inside corner presented by Claffey's Frozen Cocktails at 5-10. Jesus Lazardo will be my special guest, so make sure you swing by, say hello, and get some autographs from the Marlins left-hander who set a career high with 12 strikeouts on Tuesday. Uh, other than that, I'll also hang out down there for Marlins on deck. That'll begin at 5-40. And as always, we hope to find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network. Driven by AutoNation.